All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek. And today, man, today with, with just kind of the the spirit of the holiday season uh, just kind of coming upon us. I'm, at, I'm in Minnesota and it's it's getting cold up here this time of year. Uh, and it just gets me kind of into this, this uh, just this sense or this feeling of of really gratitude as we go into this holiday season uh, with Christmas and then ultimately Thanksgiving coming up upon us. And I wanted to take a moment today just to really dive into what it means to be thankful or what it means to have that that attitude of gratitude. We've we've all heard that before. And not really just to to show our our reverence to God or just our gratefulness to him, which obviously uh, we could do that and should do that continually, but really just to show us the power of of what that type of attitude can have in our lives and what it can do for us in our own lives. And and that's just one of the things I love so much just about our creator and, and that he he created this this feeling or this emotion of of gratitude, of 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 thankfulness. Uh, not only to to give him glory and to honor him, but also just what it does for us uh, when we are are acting in this this form of obedience. It's just amazing, uh, just how God has has created us and in the emotions and the feelings that we have. Uh, and as I was really preparing for this, I was diving into like so many scriptures. If you just if you just look at you know thankfulness or gratitude, there is so many scriptures uh, in the Bible that, that it refers to. And one of the ones that really just highlighted me is, is gratitude is the door to God's presence. In Psalms 100 uh, verse 4, it says, to enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise, to give thanks to him and praise his name. So thanksgiving is essentially if we if we read this thanksgiving is how we enter into his gates how we enter into his house right so if we want to draw closer to god if we want to hear from god we've got to enter into his gates and we do that by entering into it with thanksgiving with with this form of gratitude in our hearts so every time that we pray we should be starting with with thanksgiving with a thankful heart every time that we wake we should we should start with thanksgiving with just this thankful heart right and and, and if we do this if we can approach this or have this mindset we will always be within his courts always be within his presence right and here's another thing that i that i noticed as i was reading through all sorts of again different verses and scriptures on on this attitude of gratitude but gratitude at the core, I mean, it is a daily choice. It's a choice that we get to make. And what really made this hit home for me was uh, reading through the, uh, the book of Acts when Paul and Silas uh, were actually arrested. And I'm just going to read this, this specifically here. It's in chapter uh, 16 in the book of Acts, uh, verse 25. It says, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, right? So that's just like, that's just gratitude. That's thanksgiving. So they're, they're praying and they're giving, they're singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once all the prison doors flew open and 
everyone's chains came loose. So think of this circumstance here. If you, I mean, you can read uh, leading up to this point, uh, a lot had had taken place, and and they've actually they've they've been thrown in prison, and they had a choice. This choice that they could have made to be certainly angry, right? To maybe hold the grudge <laughs> against God, like God, I, Jesus, I, like I'm doing this for you, right? That and and they were still you know in prison. They were beaten. They they had every earthly right to hold that grudge uh, against God in this situation, in this circumstance. But no, instead, they prayed and they sang hymns to God, right? So, it, I mean, it's amazing that the mental fortitude, we'll call this, uh, that that they had in this situation. Because we can't, as you, you guys know this, we cannot fully control our circumstances, okay? Life's gonna happen. A lot of Icky things happen to us on this earth. It's going to happen. We can't control the circumstances, but what we, what we can always con- control is our attitude with which we respond to those circumstances. We have a choice. We have a choice in every situation that, that we come across, and our attitude is really the only thing that we can control in those circumstances, Okay, so they, they had a choice and they chose to sing praises. They chose to sing hymns and still show that, that gratitude and that thankfulness to God. And this is just a perspective that they, they chose to have probably well before uh, the, the circumstances that they found themselves in. Right, and this is this is why we we talk a lot about having our core values and and uh, ultimately developing our contracts of of how we approach life. And the reason for that is to really, uh, before the circumstances come at us, because life comes at us, uh, we're going to make the decision of who we are well before then. Right, so they they've obviously made that decision, that that attitude of gratitude that they were going to continually have. And another thing that I noticed in this, guys, is that gratitude, if, if you read through this scripture again, gratitude doesn't just affect you. It didn't just affect Paul and Silas in, the, in this circumstance here, but it affected everyone around them. Because again, the book of Acts here tells us that it wasn't just their chains that fell off. It wasn't just their chains that came loose, but it said everyone else's did. Okay, I'll reread it. It said, at once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. So your attitude, your gratitude, your thankfulness isn't going to just affect you. It's going to affect your family. It's going to affect your workplace. It's going to affect every single person around you. Think of the power in that, guys. It just think of your own life right now of, of when you're around somebody that's just grateful, that just has that thankful heart. I can think of a number of people where it's just like, I just want to be around them, right? Because they, they're just they're just spewing out this this love, this goodness, this joyfulness within them. Okay, and, and so gratitude or or thankfulness, I want to be crystal clear on this guys it's not a form of as we as we're we're going into you know this time of thanksgiving where we sit down we we say the you know blessing uh whatever your family tradition may be we would go around the table and say things we're thankful for i get that but a lot of people it when they're when we're not intentional about that we just think 
uh, that being thankful is like having good manners, right? It's being polite. It's saying, uh, you know, yes, ma'am, or no, ma'am, or uh, uh, thank you when somebody opens the door for you. No, no, no. That's politeness is not having gratitude, okay? Gratitude is being thankful despite of the circumstances, okay? It's, it's being thankful even though the circumstances might be rough, okay? That's the power of having this attitude of gratitude. And, and I believe we can really do that when, when our heart is, is in this form of just, we have this joy within us, Okay, this, and I'll go into, I mean, I love, I love talking about, about this, these scriptures here in Philippians 4, uh, 4 verses 4 through 7. It says, to rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Okay, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Man, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Notice that, that Paul in this situation, when he says it's, it's rejoice in the Lord always, it's not rejoice in your circumstances Okay, what, is, what does Paul mean exactly to rejoice in the Lord always? Okay, does he mean that there, there's always something to rejoice in if you're in Christ? Does he mean that, that those that have, have Jesus in their life, that they can find a reason to rejoice in every circumstance? Okay, it, it seems, sometimes it could just seem hard, just with the, the life that we live, right? It happens. I mean, we experience loss. We experience death. We experience, uh, you know, financial troubles, depression. There's there's a lot of things that that we can look at again from our earthly perspective or just on this realm where it's like, man, there's just so much to be upset about. Okay, and this comes down to the perspective that we have, and what I interpret Paul in 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 this. Uh, in this, this scripture here, what I interpret him to actually command to, to really mean here is that the, the living presence of God, of Jesus in our lives, that, that is our joy, okay? That needs to be our, our joy, okay? And that there is no circumstance that can take that away from you, okay? No circumstance can take that away from you. Rejoicing for us as believers Okay, and I know not everybody on, uh, that listens to this is, is a believer, but I'm telling you, rejoicing, if you're a follower of Christ, rejoicing is it's not, an, it's not an option. It's a command here. It's an empathetic command. Okay, rejoicing, if we go back to the verse, it's, it's at the beginning and it's at the end of the verse. Okay, so I got to believe when I just read this, I got to believe that there's a reason for that. Okay, why would it be at rejoice in the Lord always? And again, I say rejoice. First off, Paul obviously knew that he needed them to get it, who he was writing to. Like, you guys got to get this here, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Okay, and the other thing about this, Paul uses a verb in this, in this, um, in what he's referring to here. The verb is actually used in the present continual sense. Okay, and what this means is that 
he doesn't want them to just have like moments of sporadic joy, moments of that, that like the highs and lows that we sometimes experience when things are going well, it's easy to rejoice, right? Like, yeah, yay, life's great. But instead it's, it's a continual present tense uh, or just a sense that we have to be continually rejoicing in the Lord. Okay. Or, or think of it more of this way. It's, it's a habit that we develop. It's a discipline in the life of a believer. Okay. If you're a follower of Christ, this should be a discipline that, that we develop over time. Okay. And the other thing about this, the verb that, that Paul uses is that it's in the plural. Okay. Paul sees rejoicing Okay, again, in the, in this context here, he's seen rejoicing as a a discipline, but is it's a it's more of a corporate discipline. It's not a private individual activity where so many of us, when you know, we we lay down and, and say our prayers at night. We're like, thank you, God, for this day. You know, thank you for this. Uh, I'm grateful for this. No, 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 no. We got to do this together. Okay, in a corporate sense, we got to rejoice together in the Lord always. Okay, so to be clear, to be clear here, to rejoice in the Lord means that Jesus is not just a source of rejoicing. Okay, but it means that he is the object of rejoicing. I want you to hear me again when I say this. Jesus is not the source of rejoicing, he is the object of rejoicing. So we don't rejoice because he changes our circumstances. Okay? We rejoice because he is greater than any of our circumstances. Okay, that's that that attitude of gratitude. No matter what's coming at us, we can just be so grateful. We can be so thankful to God of what he's done for us, what he has done for us, but what he's continually doing for us. That, man, if there's anything that we can be grateful for, I would say it's that. That no matter what, no matter our circumstances, he is greater than all of it. See you guys on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. For more information on the King's Council and becoming the CEO of your own life, visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today. You can also follow us on Instagram at kingscouncilcoaching. We'll see you next time.